What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. What's up? Clark and I are here to talk with you about our learnings and uh, Holy Spirit enlightenments, highlights, fun factoids. John chapter 20. Chapter 20. (laughs) That's right. So, Bob, kick it off. What what stood out to you? I'll kick it. I'll kick it. Well, actually, you guys, I was able to spend a lot longer amount of time in this chapter, just a total gift, than I normally would. So probably for about an hour, I was able just to sit in silence and had some art supplies, and it was just a really yeah, fun That's very moment. rare for a mother of four. It was just a retreat moment. Yeah, it was <laughs> planned. So sometimes, you know, you got to do that. You got to plan and, you know, hire a neighbor or babysitter or... Uh, just to create some space, and so it was uh, so unusual. First time without the first time being alone without any of our kids in what over a year. Well, it's just one of those seasons, you know, and I'm sure a lot of you resonate with this, where just all the goings on that have happened. You know, this is changing, that is changing. Yeah. You know what? What are we doing? Um, inviting people into our home. You know, it, it, all that stuff's changed, and yeah. so um, weekly. And so, yeah, it's just kind of been um, a changing environment with quiet time, too, and what that looks like. And I was just grateful to be able to get back into a little bit of rhythm um, and implement that. And so, yes, for me and my own time with the Lord was a little different. And I was so grateful for that. And what stuck out for me actually in this chapter, um, cause this is about, you know, the empty tomb. This is about Jesus reappearing the first resurrection, the first sunrise mm-hmm. Easter service. And what stuck out to me, um, was Mary meeting Jesus there. And so I'll read to you starting in verse 14, I think maybe 13. 13. Let's just read this. Let's read the whole passage. Let's read. I want to talk about it too. Oh, goody. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and read that passage for you, starting at what? Verse 10. Yep. It says, Then the disciples went back to their homes, but Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels dressed in white, seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked Mm -hmm. her, Woman, why are you crying? They've taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they've put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. Mm. Woman, he said, why are you crying? Who is it you're looking for? Thinking that he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you've carried him away, tell me where you've put him. I'll go get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. And she turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Don't hold on to me, for I have not yet returned to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them I'm returning to my Father and to your Father. To my God and to your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news. I've seen the Lord. And she told them that she had said these things to her. He had said these things to her. Amazing. So that's the section that kind of stuck out to both of us. And for me personally, Mary has this story. You know, we've talked about Mary, Martha, and Lazarus before. And John and in other gospels too. You hear um, just kind of the intimate relationship that Mary has with Jesus and how he's continued to meet Mary in significant ways. And just like um, at the risen tomb, at the empty tomb. And what stuck out to me is how Mary um, comes to the tomb and does not realize she's talking to Jesus. She does not see him for who he is. Like in verse 15, woman, he said, why, um, why are you crying? 
And Mary says in her mind, thinking he was the gardener. And so we know that, that he's, she saw him. She is looking at Jesus and not recognizing him. Wild. They've spent so much time together. They have this intimate relationship. And then Jesus hmm. says, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's really crazy. And then in verse 16, Jesus said to her, Mary. And he calls her by name. And it's in that moment that she realizes oh, it's him. And what stuck out to me in just spending quiet time with the Lord a little bit was Mary was coming to the tomb, uh, we would say, to, to grieve. Yeah. Um, you know, she kind of has this thought in mind about what what she's going to do, what she's going to see, and that's not what happened. So Mary um, comes to the tomb looking for a dead body, and she encounters the risen Lord. Um, and she doesn't even realize what she's seeing, what she's living in, this new reality, um, until Jesus actually says Mary. Yeah, identifies and 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 speaks her name in his tone, in that you know that same tone, that loving tone. Oh, Winnie's saying something. And so that's actually just what lifted to me was how um, there's there's an invitation into the the new fresh way of Christ and Clark. I think you were kind of resonating with that too in this story. Yeah, I just think that Jesus' whole ministry is promoting life. He's all about life. You think mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. Uh, the dead people resurrected and brought back to life. You think about the people with the shriveled, leprous hand, and Jesus restores to new life. You think about the cripples who couldn't walk, and Jesus heals them and then gives them like new life. He says, I've come to give you life and life to the full. Mm -hmm. I just wonder if this theme of resurrection, how many times in my life, maybe your life, for those listening, we look at situations and we're hopeless. We just think that relationship's dead. It's Mm -hmm. gone. Mm -hmm. There's no hope. There's no hope of reconciliation. Um, Even unpacking it a little bit more into our own life, our own walks, meaning there's part of me that um, I don't like, hasn't changed. Um, Sure. You know, maybe it's something to do with our relationship with God or even like a Christ likeness. Like I've said this before, but my, my hope and kind of word for 2020 and 2021 is gentleness, just in, enjoying and allowing God's gentleness to, to be evident in my life and receive that. But then for me to do that to other people, sometimes there are things that we just continue to fail, continue to fail, continue mm-hmm. to fail mm-hmm. in and wondering there's resurrection hope there. And so Mary shows up look, expecting to see a dead body, looking for a dead body, and God's constantly saying, time out, I'm about to make something new. Mm-hmm. I want to bring something dead back to life. And so I'm not sure what that is for you, um, exploring that for myself, whether that's a relationship or that's something within your own heart in, in regards to your relationship with God and your own growth, becoming the person that God created you to be for God's glory. And so... My encouragement is don't lose hope and ask God that he would um, continue to speak and reveal himself to you in a way that's understandable, like he comes to Mary. He talks to her at first, and she doesn't recognize him. Yeah, that's actually kind of the prayer that I ended up with in this text, too, is like, God, enlighten my eyes, enlighten my heart um, so that I can receive this invitation, because that's... um, that is literally what happens. I think you've probably heard this phrase before. Seeing isn't seeing is not believing. Believing is seeing. Mary yeah. is literally seeing with her eyes. Jesus, and she doesn't recognize And him. she is not getting the picture. <laughs> and so um, it takes Jesus to meet her even a little bit more with that intimate voice saying, Mary, I know you. Yeah. Look at me and Mary, see. Mary, me. 
And so there's this invitation in this text, at least I felt that this was for me in, in, in my quiet was, um, what was it? What's the invitation? Uh, God is. I shared it with you earlier and now I'm blanking you guys. Hmm, think about it. <laughs> God's initiating it. Mustard size mm-hmm, mm-hmm, faith. A mm-hmm, mm-hmm, little bit of belief. Mm-hmm. It's coming back. Keep coming. We process this. Oh my goodness. But then we you had, guys, somebody needs to pray for me in Jesus' name right now. That's what Jesus name. But uh, for me, I guess, again, it's just coming back to the invitation of Jesus saying, wherever you're at, I'm inviting you into this. And it's not until he initiates it, he calls us by name, that we're able to recognize, sense, and discern where he's at and what's happening. So I guess that that's where I'm at still is, God, please unplug my ears, soften my heart, remove the scales from my eyes, because Mary clearly talked to Jesus and didn't understand it was him. And uh, he says her name, another personal invitation to step into what he's doing. And so I guess for me, you know, sometimes there's situations in our life and dreams, hopes, goals that we give up. And uh, God's the God of life. He resurrects the dead. And at the end of the day, all of our hopes, dreams, goals, relationships, hopefully those are geared towards glorifying God, giving God glory, allowing Christ to, to step in there. So that's really all I got. Bobby, did it come back to you yet or no? You guys, if I think about it, I'll say it on the next podcast. Lord, help me. That's right. <laughs> well, help me. It's Wednesday. Monday and Tuesday have been good. Yeah, I got to go back to my journal on that one. So uh, right. maybe here's the thing. Maybe I wasn't meant to share it with you. That's right. I don't know. You All guys right. read John chapter 20. It's about Easter and resurrection hope. Woo-hoo! You're going to be blessed. God bless you guys. Have a good week. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day.